Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Carl straight away. He's doing that because he sees this guy on the left and he's just thinking, oh, this is going to be Aussie as. This is going to be hilarious. He's just like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Good morning, guys. All I can say is yes, bro. <laughs> Daniel, you were the surfer. Um, were you aware that there was a yep. shark so close to you when you were out there surfing? G'day you mob, Pete here from Aussie English. We are back again today to do another reaction video. This one is hilarious surfers have reported in stitches by the Today Show. Check them out on YouTube. Let's get into it. Okay, so I'm gonna have to mute this because there is a song in the background and I don't wanna get clipped for copyright, but effectively what's happened is that they've introduced it saying that there was this news story in the newspaper with a great white shark jumping out in the background whilst this other guy is obviously on the wave surfing. So, this happened off the coast of New South Wales at Caves Beach. And surfer Daniel Caban and the man who captured that extraordinary photograph, Nathan McLaren. So, okay, I can start now because there is no music in the background. Effectively, they've got the surfer and the guy who photographed the shark in the background together to talk about their experience. Hopefully, this is going to be funny. photograph, Nathan McLaren. <laughs> yeah. And we talked about in previous videos, about the surfy culture and how you end up with guys who just have really long hair and often have these sort of unkempt beards that they haven't really tried to tame at all. And, you know, there you go. Lo and behold, these guys are definitely surfers. Good morning, guys. Yes. <laughs> I, love, I love Carl straight away. He's doing that because he sees this guy on the left and he's just thinking, oh, this is going to be Aussie as this is going to be hilarious. He's just like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Good morning, guys. All I can say is yes, bro. <laughs> Daniel, you were the surfer. Um, were you aware that there was a yep. shark so close to you when you were out there surfing? I had no idea at all. We were completely oblivious until everyone started trying to get us in. And until we got the photo, we didn't even believe it was out there. So, a little bit scary, but... I'm paddling back out for more, mate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nathan, apart from, like, Byron on a Friday night, have you ever yes, seen mate. a shark fly? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I have now, mate. I've uh, had the uh, pleasant ex uh, experience, but yeah, just... I've seen a few other animals fly. Yeah, the like the unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the joke he's making there is that this guy uses drugs. That was the unicorn joke there, I think, that, that Carl is making. We're going on an adventure, Charlie. This is, again, Carl, I've told you about this in different uh, reaction videos I've done, has a wicked sense of humour, which has sometimes gotten him into a bit of strife. And you can, you can see why people love it, though. And so, that's why he earns a shitload of money on TV. Have a listen again for unicorn, the unicorn reference he's talking about, again, drugs. No, no, I have now, mate. I've, uh... <laughs> Had the uh, pleasant ex uh, experience, but yeah, just... I've seen a few other animals fly. Yeah, the like the unicorn. Pigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I normally do see a couple of them on the weekend. <laughs> this guy's just embraced it. He's like, yeah, I do see a couple of them on the weekend. I love that they're just shameless. Everyone's just laughing. They're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Lisa's trying to continue the conversation <laughs> whilst Carl's losing it in the background. <laughs> Hang in there, big fella. Hang in there. <laughs> Hang in there, big fella. <laughs> so, you'll see last in the last video, Carl was the one who said big fella to the other guy. And this time, he's had the uh, tables reversed. The tables have turned and the interviewee has said, Hang in there, big, big fella. <laughs>
Hang in there, big fella. Hang in there. <laughs> okay. I'm He's only just I'm hanging in there. fully frothing. So, Nathan, <laughs> when you were taking the photographs, did you know there was a shark there? Were you trying to capture that or were you just concentrating on Daniel surfing the big waves? Yeah, we're just out there taking a couple of photos of the guys and um, about half an hour before that, we thought we'd seen something and uh, we weren't 100% sure. And then, yeah, probably half an hour later, we had the pleasant, pleasant sight of seeing it fly through the air. Uh, the good thing here is that this shark looks like it's only about two and a half metres long. It doesn't look very, very big, so it's unlikely to be a man-eater. So, yeah, I doubt these guys were too terrified. Yeah, pleasant for you. <clears throat> Not so sh- Though I would definitely be getting them out of the water. <laughs> Talk about Daniel. Daniel, can you clear this up for us? We understand that you had been, because it looks like you're a fair distance away in the photo from the shark, but you had been paddling in that very spot earlier, hadn't you? Yeah, so it's hard to tell from the photo, but the boys reckon I was kind of sitting exactly where the shark came up through the water. So, like, if I hadn't caught that wave, maybe it would have been, you know, in a couple of metres of me sort of thing, which is pretty scary, but... Yeah, luckily I caught the wave, so it's all right. Yeah, thank God you got off. Now, Nate, you certainly made a point that everyone knew. The interesting thing here is, guys, I did a video recently talking about the reacting to a video of the 10 most dangerous Aussie animals. And one of them was the great white shark. But then I think they broke it down and it was like worldwide there are five fatalities from sharks a year, I think, from great white sharks a year. It was something like that. I don't know. Go check out the video. I'll link it up above here and you'll see. But they are definitely not one of the most deadly animals. Australia, you're probably going to have less than one person a year that dies from a shark attack, let alone from a great white shark. So, if you want to put things into perspective, I'd be much more terrified of bees, horses, dogs than I would be of sharks. So, don't worry about getting into the water, guys. You'll be fine. It's not like Jaws down here in Australia. You made a point that everyone knew you took the photo. That uh, is about 32 font, that uh, copyright there in the middle of the... Just making a joke here about Nathan's obviously put his name over the top of the photo because he doesn't want journalists and newspapers just ripping him off, obviously, and using it without his permission. I'd be owning those photos too, mate. <laughs> yeah. hey, my name's there, mate. I'm stoked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> going to pay for your weekend. Hey, um, hey, hey, Nathan, did you let Daniel know, this is the important question, because if I was out there and Timmy, if I was at the back and Timmy was taking photos of me and something dangerous was approaching me from behind, Timmy would definitely <laughs> ring me and go, Carlos, there's something dangerous yeah. approaching you from behind. Did you get in contact with your bro out there with riding the waves? Yeah, mate, we uh, started tooting the horn of the car and I actually uh, took off one of the red trusty flannelette shirts and uh, put it on the end of a crutch and started waving it through the air just to let it know. Yeah, but clearly wow. after you took the photograph. Yeah. Daniel, just to change tact a little bit, yeah, did you ever put they, your they hair up in a man bun? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Random question. Do you ever put your hair up in a, a man bun? What? <laughs> oh. Don't tempt me, mate. Don't tempt me. <laughs> Do they call you the Red Dragon? Or Puff? The Magic oh, Dragon? God, now he's making more drug references to um, smoking cannabis. Puff the Magic Dragon. Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> Puff the Magic Dragon. Yeah, I don't know where that would come from, but... Uh... <laughs> Well, Daniel, are you confident about? I mean, it looks like a beautiful day there yeah. today. Are you going to go out in the in the surf today? Yeah, well, we're pretty full on at the moment with you guys, so maybe afterwards we might get a couple of waves. Yeah, <laughs> we are full on. Time. Are you nervous about going back in the water, given what's out there? Uh, not really. I mean, the one positive I take out of I didn't even see the shark. If the boys weren't there <laughs> taking photos, I wouldn't have even known it was there. So Jeez, for me, good. I still haven't even seen it. They're always there. It's I'm a, not too worried. It's a great it's laid back ride, you're on anyway, bro. Are you fully sick internationally now? And Nathan, I look forward to catching up with you on Friday night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for- Carl's making a joke there saying that he wants to use some drugs on the weekend with him. <laughs> 
again, I don't know how he get, got away with so much of this sort of stuff on TV. He's very clever. Yeah. <laughs> and Nathan, I look forward to catching up with you on Friday night, bro. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it too, big fella. Yeah, enjoy that dandelion soy chai that you're drinking. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot, boy. Jesus, this other guy just making, you know, random hipster jokes. Enjoy that dandelion soy coffee that you're drinking. Jesus, out of nowhere, mate. Just just pulling out the insults. This guy's trying to come on the TV, talk about the stuff that's just happening. And you're just asking him if he puts his hair up in a man bun or if he drinks this, you know, hipster coffee. With the- I'm looking forward to it too, big fella. Yeah, enjoy that dandelion soy chai that you're drinking. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot, boys. Am I glad you both- Let's go back through this and I'll show you some of the interesting vocab here, okay? I'll break it down and um, hopefully you guys can use this to sound more Australian. Good morning, guys. <laughs> All I can say is yes, bro. <laughs> All right, so, bro, we can use that at times. And obviously, you know, look at this. Carl is on TV as a news anchor or if you want to call him that at the moment on the the Today Show. No offense, Carl. But he is using something very informal, which is interesting. It shows that he obviously wouldn't talk like that if he was talking to someone and he was interviewing them in a very formal situation. But because he can see these guys, he can see that they are very Aussie kind of blokes. He has changed the language he's using and he's used bro. So, it's interesting how we have sort of almost multiple dialects that we'll use in the language that we have, whatever language that is that you speak and that you can turn it on and change them depending on the situation. So, have another listen. Now, good morning, guys. Yes. <laughs> good morning, guys. All I can say is yes, bro. <laughs> Daniel, you were the surfer. Um, were you aware that there was a shark so close to you when you were out there surfing? I had no idea at all. We were completely oblivious until everyone started trying to get us in. And- there you go. So, there's some... Some interesting phrases for you. To have no idea means to be clueless, to not know, to know nothing about something. Oh, man, I've got no idea. I've got no idea. And I think he said after that, we were completely oblivious. So, that is, again, it's a similar statement. Having no idea, being oblivious to something means that you know nothing about it. You are completely ignorant of that thing. I had no idea at all. We were completely oblivious until everyone started trying to get us in and until we got the photo, we didn't even believe it was out there. So, a little bit scary, but... I'll paddle them back out for more, mate. Yeah. Where are they? Hey, again, it's interesting to see how informal they are. These guys are just talking as normal Aussies would amongst themselves. But even on the news, the guys being interviewed haven't changed the register of the language they're using and he still just uses mate. A little bit scary, but... I'll paddle them back out for more, mate. Yeah. So, he's talking about paddling, swimming on a surfboard back out into the surf to... Catch some more waves despite the shark being there. Paddle them out for more, mate. I'll paddle them back out for more, mate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nathan, apart from like Byron on a Friday night, have you ever seen <laughs> yes, a mate. shark fly? Again, he's making this drug reference. Apart from Byron on a Friday night, Byron Bay he's talking about here, which is renowned for its hippies and, you know, you would imagine using cannabis. So, apart from Byron Bay on a Friday night, have you ever seen a shark fly? He means apart from when you get stoned with people in Byron Bay on a Friday night where you may see sharks flying, you know, imagining it hallucinating. Have you ever seen a shark fly? Good reference, Carl. From like Byron on a Friday night, have you ever seen a shark fly? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I have now, mate. I've uh, had the uh, pleasant uh, experience, but I've seen a few other animals fly. Yeah, like the unicorn. A unicorn is the mythical creature that is a horse with a horn on its head, right? Just for anyone who didn't know. I normally do say a couple of them on the weekend. (laughs) 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 I love the North Coast to use that (laughs) one. 
<laughs> and then again, she said, don't you love the north coast of New South Wales? Again, because it's renowned for being a hippie, you know, people who smoke cannabis kind of hot spot. So, people who are very relaxed and, and just enjoying life. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Hang in there, big fella. Hang in there. <laughs> Hang in there, big fella is kind of, how would you explain that? Hang in there is kind of like, hold on. So, he's trying to say to Carl, you know, don't lose it too much so that you can't keep going, right? Hang in there. Hold on, you know, keep going. And big fella is obviously him trying to talk Carl up as if he's a big man, right? So, it's just something that you might say in this case that's sort of a- uh, Amongst blokes, it's kind of a way of being polite, you know, puffing someone's ego up, you know. Good on you, big fella. Hang in there, big fella. <laughs> so, so <Nathan> <laughs> Hang in there, big fella. Hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only, only just I'm hanging fully in frothing. There. I'm fully frothing. So, it's crazy how much slang Carl's using. See, frothing, I would use this when I am really excited for something, right? So, I guess that's what he, he's trying to say, that he is just really enjoying himself and he's really excited. But if someone said to me, man, are you going to go out on the weekend? Are you looking forward to the weekend to go to the pub and have some beers after work? It's been a stressful week. I might be like, oh, man, I am frothing. You know, I am so excited. I guess the idea is that you're frothing at the mouth like a rabid animal that's got rabies or something or, you know, like a, a horse that's wanting to really run at the races, chomping on the bit and there's foam. You're frothing. <laughs> Just I'm fully frothing. Fully frothing. So, when you were taking the photographs, did you know that- Again, it's not the kind of language that you would normally use on TV. He is using it because he is talking to these two guys. There was a shark there. Were you trying to capture that or were you just concentrating on Daniel surfing the big waves? Yeah, we're just out there taking a couple of photos of the guys and um, about half an hour before that, we thought we'd seen something. He's just done something really interesting there. He's dropped the auxiliary verb. So, about half an hour ago, we thought we'd seen something. So, that's something that may happen in more informal, unsophisticated, uneducated registers of Australian English. It can happen elsewhere. I've heard this in American English, in African-American vernacular English, where auxiliary verbs will be dropped and you'll just use the past participle. Why are you here? Ugh, lots of linguistic jargon there. But have a listen to how he says we seen instead of we saw or we have seen. Yeah, we're just out there taking a couple of photos of the guys and um, about half an hour before that, we thought we'd seen something. We thought, we, we thought we'd... Maybe he did say we'd seen something. Maybe he did put had in there, but I just didn't hear it. Those are the guys. And um, about half an hour before that, we thought we'd seen something. No, and, uh, we didn't. weren't 100% sure. And then, yeah, probably half an hour later, we had the pleasant pleasant sight of seeing it fly through the air. Yeah, pleasant for you. I'm not so sure about Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, can you clear this up for us? We understand that. Oh, okay. Interesting little expression there to clear something up for someone. So, it's a phrasal verb. Clear something up for someone. In this sense, she's saying, can you clarify Something. Can you explain something to us? Can you clear something up for us? We weren't 100% sure. And then, yeah, probably half an hour later, we had the pleasant, pleasant sight of seeing it fly through the air. Yeah, pleasant for you. <laughs> Not so sure about Daniel. Did Daniel, you can you clear this up for us? We understand that you had been, because it looks like you're a fair distance away in the photo from the shark. But you had been paddling in that very spot earlier, hadn't you? It's an interesting thing there. A fair distance, a fair distance away from something that is like a significant distance away from something. So, it's a fair distance away. And the other interesting thing here, she says, is in that very spot. This is a really weird kind of use of very, at least when you think about it literally, in that very spot. When she says very in this sense, it means exact. So, you were in that very spot where the shark was, you were in that exact 
spot in that exact location, in that very, very location. I don't think you would say very, very, in that very location. Daniel, can you clear this up for us? We understand that you had been, because it looks like you're a fair distance away in the photo from the shark, but you had been paddling in that very spot earlier, hadn't you? Yeah, so it's hard to tell from the photo, but the boys reckon I was kind of sitting exactly where the shark came up through the water. So, like, if I hadn't caught that wave, maybe it would have been, you know, in a couple of metres of me sort of thing, which is pretty scary, but... Yeah, luckily I caught the wave, so it's all right. I wonder if you guys can hear the Australian version of the verb to think being used here at the start there. Have a listen to what he said. Did he use think or did he use a different verb? Yeah, so it's hard to tell from the photo, but the boys reckon I was kind of... The boys what? The boys... Yeah, so it's hard to tell from the photo, but the boys reckon I was kind of... The boys reckon. So, this is very common in Australian English. I would use this all the time. Informal, formal, it's just a different way of saying the verb to think. So, what do you think? What do you reckon? You can use either. You know, in a couple of metres of me sort of thing, which is pretty scary, but yeah, yeah luckily I caught the wave, so it's all right. Yeah, thank God you got off. Now, Nate, you yeah. certainly made yeah, a point that everyone lucky. knew. You made a point that everyone knew you took the photo. That uh, is about <laughs> 32 font, that uh, copyright there in the middle of the... Well, <laughs> I'd be owning those photos too, mate. Yeah, I'd take mate, my name's there, mate. I'm stoked. Ooh, interesting one there. Okay, so, all right. They were talking about his font being over the photos and he uses the adjective stoked, to be stoked. This is another Aussie slang term that just means to be really happy, to be really excited, to be really content. Oh, man, I was stoked. I'd be owning those photos too, mate. Yeah, I'd take mate, my name's there, mate. I'm stoked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pay for your weekend. Hey, um, hey, hey, Nathan, did you let Daniel know, this is the important question, because if I was out there and Timmy, if I was out the back. Interesting thing. So, he used out the back. Out the back here, he's referring to being out in the surf. And when we want to say that we have paddled or swam all the way out the back behind where the waves are breaking or about where they're breaking, we refer to that as out the back, right? So, you could use that at home, you know, out the back is in the backyard. But when we're at the beach talking about the breaking waves, the surf, you can be in the surf out the back, meaning that you are out where the waves, the big waves are breaking. Hey, Nathan, did you let Daniel know, this is the important question, because if I was out there and Timmy, if I was at the back and Timmy was taking photos of me and something dangerous was approaching me from behind, <laughs> Timmy would definitely ring me and go, Carlos, there's something dangerous yeah. approaching you from behind. Did you get in contact with your bro out there when we were riding the waves? I don't know how you would have your phone out with your surfing, though, Carl. Yeah, mate, we uh, started tooting the horn of the car. and I- uh, Okay, so interesting. Tooting the horn. Tooting the horn. You'll hear how he contracts ing at the end of the word tooting, meaning obviously to press on the button to sound the horn in the car. He says tooting. He uses the syllabic n. Have a listen. Ring me and go, Carlos, there's something dangerous yeah. approaching you from behind. Did you get in contact with your bro out there when we were riding the waves? Yeah, mate, we uh, started tooting the horn of the car and I actually uh, took off one of the red trusty flannelette shirts and uh, <laughs> put it on the end of a crutch and started waving it through. <laughs> so, he's talking about taking off one of his flannels, one of his flannelette shirts. It was red. He put it on the end of a crutch. So, these are the things you'd be walking with if you've busted your leg, you know, you've buggered up your ankle or something, you've got to use crutches to walk around. And then he's been swinging the crutch with the red flannel on it. Yeah, mate, we uh, started tooting the horn of the car and I actually uh, took off one of the red trusty flannelette shirts and uh, <laughs> put it on the end of a crutch and started waving it through the air just to let him know. Yeah, but clearly wow. after you took the photograph. <laughs> yeah. Of course, after he took the photograph, how would he know the shark was out there until he took the photograph and obviously looked through his photos in his camera and then saw that there was a shark there and was like, holy yeah, well, we're pretty full on at the moment with you guys, so maybe afterwards we might get a couple of ways. Yeah, we are. Interesting use of full on right here. So, full on we've talked about in other videos before where it means extreme, right? If something is very full on, it is very extreme. So, if you see something and you're kind of like shocked, surprised, impressed, you are thinking that it's really extreme. Whoa, 
it's full on. But I think he uses it here to mean that he's really busy. So, he says, oh, we're a bit full on with you guys, meaning that we're occupied, we're, bu we're busy with you guys. Yeah, well, we're pretty full on at the moment with you guys, so. We're pretty full on at the moment with you guys. We're pretty busy with you guys. Maybe afterwards we might get a couple of waves. Yeah, yes, we are full on. There you go, get a couple of waves. He means catch a couple of waves and go surfing. Moment with you guys, so maybe afterwards we might go get a couple of waves. Yeah, we are full on. Time. Are you nervous about going back in the water, given what's out there? Uh, not really. I mean, the one positive I take out of, I didn't even see the shark. If the boys weren't there taking photos, I wouldn't have even known it was there. So, Jeez, to me, good. I still haven't even seen it. They're always there. It's I'm a, not too worried. It's a great laid-back like, ride you're on anyway, bro. And, uh, on, mate, and you're, fully, you're fully sick internationally <laughs> now. And that fully sick. Again, it's so weird hearing uh, Carl say this on the news. Fully sick is a kind of informal slang term that is used almost tongue-in-cheek today to mean really, really cool, like fully sick. Tell them the taste of OTs is fully sick. So, the joke here is that, like, you know, he's, he's using language that he wouldn't otherwise use, imagining that this is how these guys talk, you know. Oh, yeah, I went out and it was fully sick. The waves were so awesome. It was just fully sick. They're always there. I'm not too worried. It's a great yeah, laid-back ride I'm you're on anyway, bro. And, uh, and you're, fully, you're fully sick internationally. <laughs> and Nathan, I look forward to catching up with you on Friday night, bro. I'm just bro. He's just bro again. We'll probably finish there, guys. But it is really interesting. This is a great video to look at the different registers of any language. But in English here, you've got this sort of normal informal register of the Australian language that these two Aussie blokes use, obviously, when they speak to one another. And then it's really interesting to see how the news anchors, especially Carl and Lisa to some degree, change the register that they use to kind of match these guys so that they're a little more, I guess they're trying to elicit a bit more authenticity on the news so that they make a video that's going to get a lot of clicks and views. But there's sort of a fine line. Carl is kind of really, really funny and friendly. And so, he gets away with using this kind of language that you can tell he wouldn't normally use, or at least, you know, not on the news. But then there's that other guy and it feels like he's kind of taking jabs and he's making fun of them, as opposed to kind of being in and part of the joke at the same time and enjoying himself. So, it's interesting these different registers. Anyway, that's it for today, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. If you want to learn more Australian English, go check out this video over here. Catch ya.